0: Adelaide Adelaide Anna. Season, contemporary.
1: Coast contemporary. A song of the sea.
0: Welcome to Ask Adelaide and Anna at Coast Contemporary. Uh, tell us who you are. Who are we speaking with today? So I'm Lisa, Bird of Chodin,
1: and I'm the. Uh, Curator of Education for the National Museum. Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm uh, Gád Haralset. I'm the curator of the exhibition at the National Museum with the Gúda, but I'm just mean today.
1: We're really happy that we have uh, two curators from the National Museum here because the questions we have uh, received, quite a few of them, are uh, sort of directed at people like you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: The institutional types?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. People that tend to be hard to access. Or, um I mean at least in the US. In Norway they're also slightly scary. scary. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: So we are examples of that?
0: Uh perhaps, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so the first question we have is what steps should I take to get a solo show?
2: Well, you have to make good work, be a good person. No, um, it's about distribution and visibility, I guess. And that's really tricky to access, uh, depending on what institution you want to head towards. But at the National Museum, it's uh, that's tight. Mm-hmm. That's a tight squeeze. So then you have to, I don't know, make your voice heard loud and clear and offer up something else than other people are. You have to make a concerted effort to distinguish yourself, I think. It's because uh, if you're doing the same thing as a previous artist, then it's not going to be good. But, I mean, that's not the way to do a career anyway, mm-hmm. I think. What do you mean? Well, you can have goals, for sure. You can have a goal to do a solo show at the National Museum, but I think that's a bad strategy plan. You have to... I take the
0: question more as just maybe someone who's never had one anywhere. Mm How do they even start? That's how I read it.
2: Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, mostly emails are available, and then it's up to each curator to look at the work. So that's, uh, for this process, we looked at so much work, but I keep on getting emails from people who, of course, haven't solicited. They're just sending it because my email is available on the website, and it says curator, and then they send me stuff, and I look at it.
0: Oh, you actually look?
2: Yeah, because I don't know if it could be really good. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that's also what this uh, process has taught me, that I don't know, like, half of it. I don't know, 25% of it. So that's why it's interesting to keep on showing work. But, I mean, there's pushy and pushy. But, I mean, there's no harm in sending a portfolio to a museum curator. They might not look at it, but that's a good start. Mm -hmm. But also, just ask... Uh, Ask friends to help you with the email because mm-hmm. that could also be just like a, how to present yourself. Mm-hmm. Just uh, take a look mm-hmm. instead of giving a full spiel. Like I deserve a solo exhibition at the museum because yeah. that's my job to determine in a way, you know. But it's just like yeah. how to just start the conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you just summarize the process that you're talking about? Because you're saying through the, throughout this process, and it's uh, from a conversation we were having earlier.
2: Yeah, we are doing the survey show for the opening exhibition uh, at the National Museum of Contemporary Art in Norway and we have uh, visited a lot of artists but realized we couldn't meet every artist in Norway so we also had an open call with over a thousand applicants and that is a large quantity of artists to look at but it shifts your perspective a little bit when it comes to uh, notions of quality and who gets visibility and so on so That's the process that has changed how I view my role in this specific exhibition. Because there's not that many large group exhibitions going on either. It's solo shows or... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a lot of the uh, ways of being shown.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I also think that the open call side of it is kind of opening up for non-mediated meetings with the art because when you were traveling, we were traveling, it was through guides that mediated what we were looking at.
0: What are the most important tools that makes a good curator?
1: Oh yeah, so being able to adapt to a community, being able to Um, uh, be challenged on your own views on art and on societal structures and that sort of thing, I would say would be Mm -hmm. the most important, well you can I'll call it tools important features of a curator. How about you?
2: I think do you remember that uh, curators are also humans, so they'll be very different and that's uh also like a guarantee that you can follow your own interests as a curator and not uh cater to everyone else's interests so you can follow your own path which will make sure that there's hopefully a lot of different curators to deal with a lot of different issues as well but um yeah time and imagination Mm
0: -hmm.
2: that's good to have luxuries
1: also i think that it's It's a difference between independent curators and institutional curators. If you're in an institution on a a full-time basis, it's really important to kind of update yourself because you have so many different uh, uh, exhibitions you're uh, being given.
0: So So you mean uh, staying in touch with what's happening? Staying in touch yeah. with yeah.
1: what's happening, yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry, there's a little fly on the window, but... Uh,
2: he wants so- a solo show at yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> museum, Yeah, he's like really trying.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that goes.
2: All <laughs> the buzz.
0: Yeah, there are t- two curators visiting this dude.
2: <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom.
0: Art, Art world. Is there a professional way I can point out instances of race and gender bias in institutions? Please give us advice.
1: Uh, It's such a hard question in no way, I think. Um, Well, yeah, well, there are like, uh, boards and, and sources to go to where you can kind of, um, uh, what uh, what is it called though? Varsla? File a complaint? Yeah or... Yeah, well yeah, file a complaint. But I mean the issues are so complicated in the way. You kind of think about it as non-existing. So it might be it's it's hard to especially on racial bias to form a complaint and made it heard as not just a kind of a, oh, I think you're too, you're too uh, touchy about that stuff. So so I think it's by and large it's hard, but there are like instances and structures set up for how you can kind of file a complaint. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but I think it's also just to address these things uh, in an institution or in an exhibition or anything is uh, important, but you probably be called crazy or, yeah, because mm-hmm. in Norway it's not... Uh, race and gender is issues that people think since we live in a social democratic state we have equality but that's not the case so it's not a terminal manifestation of uh, racial or gender injustice I think it's just something that is uh, harder to pinpoint but everyone's like it's typically Norwegian to be good. It's like the Mm. saying from the 80s and the prime minister, Gro Harlem Brundtland, the female prime minister, um, which uh, just covers up and obfuscates all these things because we're good people, we're kind, and then we're not. So how can you uh, address that? So that's really hard, but it should be addressed, but you might be again called different things and be shunned in a way. But I think it's, Mm. uh, yeah, it has to be done, but also structurally at the museum, and the programming mm-hmm. uh, of mm. course so we're counting gender at the moment so that's something to focus on in the statistics but then like you were saying education for that group 90 to 25 year olds that are like the most diverse we've had in Norway that's mm. important because then you can start talking about race mm. issues as well not just gender because we're counting how many artists of uh, a female artists have we in the collection and then we can do something about it but there hasn't been an attempt to count artists of color no exhibition Or in, they have done in the exhibition spaces as visitors, and those numbers are like very low. Mm -hmm. People of color are not coming to the museum, so then no people of color are really working at the museum. So go figure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess what um, comes to mind for me is, you know, just a a situation that uh, Anna and I recognized where there's an exhibition space and you know, it ha- it, half the year had gone by and all the shows had been given to white men. Mm-hmm. And so, you yeah. know, just to even yeah. be able to say like, hey, uh, look at this. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. What is this about? Yeah.
1: Right, right. Uh, and I think that's a typical reflection of who's, who's sitting on the board and which narratives are kind of even considered.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I think that one... One structural problem is that the narratives we, as good Norwegians, want to uh, want to exhibit, is the narratives that kind of mirror that good
2: mm-hmm.
1: or reflect upon that goodness. So it might be often instead of one tries to find um, kind of an issue that that uh, feels relevant to kind of a good mission people so maybe it would be the struggles of um, uh, an immigrant with uh, a queer background or some kind of savior as i've seen it it's often this kind of savior syndrome going on when it comes to picking the narratives.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So we're not, we're not picking the issues and the narratives that kind of brings autonomy into the queer or uh, person of color's um, uh, concerns.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And also, the, like, for this exhibition, we are asked to, of course, have um, gender parity in the show and so far, I think that's a majority of female artists, but also Sami, because that's also another thing that is a, is a violent manifestation of difference in mm-hmm. Norway. It's also something that, but that comes from the institution itself. That didn't come from our group. So that's at least someone on the top yeah. our the director is uh, very concerned with it. So we have mm-hmm. to answer that desire from the institution to mirror, that part of society and that issue. Yeah.
1: So, so sort of um, going down again to the person who asked for advice.
2: Yes.
0: How, if not, uh, like file a report? What other way? Kins, like
2: Kinskritik, uh, is like one thing that the artists read, the professionals read. It's a online journal for art criticism, mm-hmm. and they also need to address these things, and they're not really that good at it. So it's kind of like pitching yourself as. If you can write then writing is a good thing and get it Mm -hmm. into the places um, where people working in the arts institutions read and take Mm -hmm. seriously Uh, and then yeah you can help both the journal and the arts professionals by uh, like suggesting topics to write on yeah and if you don't write then find somebody who can write Mm -hmm. and then those there's always an editor there that can also help this stuff but I think they're probably hungry for that content. Yeah, that's like, true. Uh, yeah. They try to get uh, people with a different experience to write, like Agatha was writing a little bit, but she also writes in a different style, Agatha Vara, mm-hmm. and then she gets like tossed around by the arts community, but that's the thing you have to be able to handle in order for to say something that yeah. um, offers a different narrative or a different standpoint. Because yeah. you'll always be met with, well, we have a good situation here, so mm-hmm. you shouldn't complain.
0: Yeah.
1: Writing, I think you kind of hone and, um, and define the situation for the moment because there's a big moment right now when it comes to that kind of narratives that everyone's trying to figure out a way to talk about it and to exhibit it or whatever to tackle the issue. But what happens when that trend is over? Yeah. Mm. So one thing is... Going into and writing about it and kind of sustain the um, the issues, mm-hmm. but how do we uh, take the exhibition that we're working on? How do we s- make it make the issues trickle down into the actual collection and into the actual um, institution?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. How do you make talk reality? Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. and sustain the talk, right? Yeah.
1: That's one of the things I'm
2: worried yeah, about.
1: We've had a lot of conversation in this Me Too group I've been in yeah. about that. We're so sick of events. Like
0: events for this event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So that they're Yeah. But to be able to have commitment. Yeah. Because it's yeah, when is it? True? How can I be, become more bold in my artistic practice and take more risks?
2: Imagine yourself dying tomorrow.